Welcome back to Decom Cool and Collected. I'm Kelly. I'm Elizabeth, and this week we watched Read It and Weep, starring the Panna Baker sisters. I remember, like, whenever they're promoting this movie, that was like a big deal. They're like both Kay and Danielle Panna Baker. I I guess because of this movie, I always assumed that their characters were like or like. Like, they were, like, their characters in this movie. Like, Danielle was, like, <laughs> outgoing and whatever. And Kay was, like, more reserved and stuff. So I feel like I tried to relate more to Kay. Because I was, like, <laughs> I'm not, I'm shy. I would not do this stuff. The entire concept of this movie, like, did not, I could not comprehend as a 10-year-old. Like, we'll get into it. But, like, essentially, Danielle Panabaker is sort of a figment of, the main character's imagination, and also, like, an extension of herself. I, like, did not comprehend this. Like, I knew, like, she wasn't real, but, like, it was too much for me to understand. Yeah, I think as kids, it makes more sense to think of it as, like, as her imaginary friend, basically. Yeah. Instead of, like, an extension of herself. Yeah, like, it was a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Um, This movie did premiere in 2006. This is one of those movies that I have seen often. I watched a lot. Yeah, I mean, starting, I don't know, probably in 2005 or something like that, like, I saw every DCOM, like, as it came out. Yeah, so, um, obviously this movie stars Kay and Danielle Pandemaker. We already met them before, so I'm not going to get into it. Um, this movie also has Jason Dolly, um, of Good Luck Charlie and Corey in the House fame. Uh, we'll also see him later in Hatching Pete and Minutemen. A fun story about Jason Dolly is that whenever I was a kid, I always wanted to be practical about things. So to <laughs> me, Jason Dolly was a practical celebrity to have a crush on because I was like, you know, everyone loves Nick Jonas and the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> everyone loves Cody Lindley. But what about really? Jason Dolly? I was like, you know, he seems a little more unknown. So I decided to have a crush on Jason Dolly because I thought that was more realistic. Did people at your school like Cody Lindley? Yeah. Oh, that was not a thing at my school. I mean, he was like all over M Magazine and Tiger Beat and I... Teen Bop. I never had those magazines. My friends did, and I was like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen, but I never, like, actually <laughs> I would them, always so. ask my parents if I could get M was my favorite. I don't know why. I, know, I just like, decided. I M. M magazine. Like, it was just the letter Tiger, M. Uh, Tiger Beat. <laughs> yeah, but I liked M magazine, but I would get, like, one maybe every couple of months, <laughs> so... Um, well, fun fact, he's dating a girl from St. Louis. Oh. <laughs> I stalked his Instagram and her Instagram. Uh, I'm sorry to say this, but he is not, like, by the end, I didn't watch Good Luck Charlie, but I know what he looked like by the end of Good Luck Charlie, and it's not that great. His hair in this movie, <laughs> it's like, it's like perpetually the wind was blowing. Yeah, that was just like the, blew it to the, the light. hair. I it's, loved it. It was so like, cute. Both sides of the head like flow <laughs> to one side. I loved it. I thought it's it was like so cute. But yeah, I looked up both of them. She, <laughs> she, well, we're from St. Louis. If you haven't figured that out already, she uh, was like Miss Teen Missouri or something. Oh. And then was in a sorority at Mizzou. So. <laughs> That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think she's, like, also an actress or something. I don't know. Um, we also have Allison Scaglio- Scagliotti, uh, who's obviously Mindy Crenshaw from Drake and Josh. I could not take her seriously in this movie. Yeah. she was Mindy Crenshaw. <laughs> like, she, like, to me, she was she could never be, like, the cool, like, popular girl because she's Mindy Crenshaw. Yeah, see, and, in chemistry. Yeah, I think she was really born. Mindy Crenshaw was the role she was born to play. Yeah. <laughs> At least in my mind. <laughs> um, she was also the backpack girl in Zoe 101. Do you remember that episode? No, but they said her name was Stacy on IMDb. Like, not like Stacy Stacy, but I was like, why would they name two people Stacy? Oh, I don't remember what her name was. Um, but, <laughs> uh, they, like, the friends, like, were buying these backpacks in, from the bookstore, and Zoe would just, like, DIY it with, like, glitter glue and, and, like, stickers and stuff, and everyone was like, whoa, these are the coolest backpacks ever, and then Mindy Crenshaw came in and, like, started selling her backpacks, which were a clear ripoff from Zoe's, oh. so it was a big deal, but then Zoe had the idea to put, like, padding in the shoulders and... Just, like, a speaker in in the backpack because Michael was like, these earbuds hurt my ears. Just put a speaker. Like, that's so rude. Just, like, play your music out in the open. <laughs> like, on a school campus. People didn't have courtesy. 
Um, anyway, moving on. She was also Abby Brown in One Tree Hill. I do not remember. If you've seen One Tree Hill, spoilers here, sorry, it's been out for so long. She's the one who's there, like, during the shooting who sees Keith shoot oh. Dan. Or Dan, wait, Dan shoot Keith. Keith, that's what I meant. Yeah. Oh. She's the one who has, um, diabetes, and so, like, the, whatever his name is, lets her go, like, get her insulin, and she, like, sees it happen. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Yeah. Did, did she say anything? Well, she, like, is haunted by it, but doesn't yeah. know what to do. And then Lucas befriends her, and he's mm. she's like, why are you being my friend? You don't know me. Like, they have the detention <laughs> scene with, like, some of the people who were there. Yeah. Mm, got it. Mm-hmm. Watch, I remember watching that episode. It was, like, the biggest plot twist I've ever seen. <laughs> I was a senior in high school, too. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so many shows in, like, the early 2000s were doing school shootings. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, a lot of them are not good. Yeah. I thought this one was good, though. I mean, not, like, just the giant plot twist scene. Well, yeah. But, like, I think they handled it well. Yeah. Anyways, it's not a one tree podcast. <laughs> um, this also has a guy whose name is literally Chad Broski. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was in the Legally Blondes movie with twins. That, that's it. Um, we also have uh, good old Tom Virtue, a.k.a. Mr. Stevens from Even Stevens. He's in everything. And uh, Robin Riker, who plays Diana. She was the mom in Don't Look Under the Bed. And that's all I have for people. Same. Um, one thing I wanted to say about this movie, uh, which I wanted to mention whenever we watched Go Figure 2, I had never heard of the phrase read it and weep before. And I was like, what, why would you name a movie that, same with, like, Go Figure, I was like, why would you name a movie? This is such a dumb phrase, or, like, a dumb title for a movie. Uh, This is actually, but this movie is actually based on a book called How My Private Personal Journal Became a Bestseller. Yeah, I did not know that until I read that in the title sequence. Yeah, I have, um, I really tried to look up, like, the synopsis of the book, but I found, like, one blog that stated some differences. Mm -hmm. So we'll get to that in the movie. All right, shall we begin? Yeah. So this movie opens, and we see hella journals on the bookshelf from a girl named Jamie. So we know that Jamie is a writer. And she is narrating about how people say that high school is the greatest four years of their life. But what about all of these horrible things, like pimples and blah, 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 blah. And so she's like, but this is not a problem for Isabella, or is, which is Danielle Panabaker. I hate I hate the short name of Is. I thought that it was Isadora for some reason, because that seems more of, like, a <laughs> fun superhero name, but no, it's just Isabella. No, so, like, in Jamie's... And it's also, they spell it I-S instead of I-Z. Yeah. Like, if you're gonna be Is, you should be I-Z, I feel like. If your name is Is, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so Jamie's, like, writing in her journal, but she's writing, like, sort of as a non-fiction, like, making her high school a fantasy kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she, she is, like, embellishing everything, so she'll be, like... There's warriors, and then we'll see, like, wrestling, and then we'll see... And then she's, like, there's wizards, and then we'll see, like, science nerds, and then witches, and then we'll see the librarian. Yeah, she means witches, like, bitch, but she just said wizards, so she should have rethought that. Yeah. Um... Yeah, and then she's talking about, so then we kind of cut to real life, because she's like, climbing the rope in P.E. is no problem for is, but we cut to real life, and they're like, Jamie, it's your turn to climb the rope, which, is that a real thing? That does <laughs> not okay. seem safe, because they are so high. I looked this up. I was like, is this a real thing, or is this something that TV makes up? Apparently, they used to do it, like, way back in the day, but I don't know anyone, like, I don't know, under 50, who maybe, I should ask my parents if they Yeah, I was just it. thinking that. I was like, I should ask my parents. But, whenever I looked it up. Apparently, it's a thing that girls get orgasms when climbing the rope. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like whenever, like, I was trying to look up, like, climbing the rope, and then, like, it auto-filled to that. So, like, obviously, it's, like, a popular thing that people look up, and then I clicked on it, and there's so many things. <laughs> They're like, does this happen to anyone else? Or it's like, this, explain, apparently they're called corgasms. I don't know. all right yeah (laughs) maybe i'll just stick to asking my dad if he ever did that then (laughs) 
But yeah, climbing the rope seems super dangerous. Yeah. I can't believe no one, like, broke their neck. Yeah, like, you're gonna fall off and get seriously injured. Um, but yeah, but Jamie's just, like, sitting on the bleachers. Her laptop, like, transforms into, like, a tablet. Yeah. And the way that she's, like, writing this book, it's very, like, Diary of a Wimpy Kid-esque. So, like, there's, like, font changes and doodles and there's, like, three words per page. It's like a modern day poetry book. Like, sort of like graphic. No- I said it looks like Diary of a Wimpy Kid. I didn't read Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Okay, well, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, there's like two sentences and there's like a doodle and there's like two sentences. Mm. So, um, yeah, so they call uh, Jamie over. Um, we see Marco just gets down from the rope and the PE teacher is like, oh, like, good job, blah, 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 blah. Marco's the cutest boy in school. Yeah, okay, and so she gives everyone in the story, like, different names, even though it's based on real life. Yeah, she calls him Marco Vincent, even though his name in real life is Marco Vega. Why would you do that? You're so dumb, what? (laughs) Yeah, so, um, in her, like, fantasy, she's climbing and then Marco- Whenever Jamie is, is, she's Danielle Panabaker. Yeah. So I was, like, thinking about this whenever I was watching. I was like, it's going to be so hard to talk about. Yeah. So Marco Vincent catches her. And so it's obvious to tell that Jamie has a big crush on Marco. Um, Yeah. So then in real life. she's, like, called out of her fantasy. Yeah. To go and, like, climb the rope. And she says, as hard as I try, I'm no is. And so she's, like, starting. She gets, like, five feet off the ground. She's like, I can't do it. And then the bell rings anyway. So, like, even if she were, like, to keep going, she wouldn't have made it in time. Right. Yeah. Also, like, in some episodes, like, in some TV shows, I've seen just, like, a plain rope. But this this was a rope with knots. Yeah. Like, (laughs) how do you decide? Like, first of all, a rope with knots is a lot easier than just, like, a fucking rope. Well, they make it seem like this is part of, like, the, um, the, the fitness. No, like the, what are they called? The, the fitness. fitness. Yeah, <laughs> they make it seem like it's a part of that, and it's not. <laughs> I don't, yeah. Yeah, so the bell rings, gym class is over, and then we hear Jamie say, this is a story of how my private personal journal became a bestseller. Yeah, she's like, is is just a character in my journal. Um... Yeah, so she's walking through <laughs> the hallway cl- clumsily, like bumping into Look, people. No, every single person bumps into her. <laughs> yeah, like they don't and see her. No so, one like... says sorry. Not even Jamie says sorry. Like literally, <laughs> if you bump into someone, no matter whose fault it is, you both say sorry. Um, whenever I... If you're women. Well, well, yeah. Because that was a test they did because it was like women always like move out of the way or try well, I guess to. I normally bump into women, I guess. Yeah. Um, but whenever I was in college, um, I was taking this communications class and we had to like write down on this assignment something about like, I don't know, observed like cultural norms or something like that. And then we had to like switch. So I was reading, um, this student from Vietnam. He was like, he wrote in his journal, it's like something I find weird is that Americans always say sorry. Like whenever you bump into each other, you always say sorry. Why do you do that? (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. And, uh, Again, feminism feminism is a part of everything. Like as women, we say sorry for like a lot, even if it's not I our fault. Said sorry. Okay, one time I said sorry. I was getting fast food and I set it on the passenger seat and I made a sharp turn and it slid across and I turn and I go, Oh, sorry <laughs> to my fast food. <laughs> yeah, but in this school, everyone I think it's just supposed to be like she's invisible, she's invisible no one no, can yeah. see her, whatever. Yeah, so everyone bumps into her. Um... she meets her friends, Harmony and Lindsay, in the hallway. Yeah, they're campaigning to save the old movie theater um so on the way on the way to class the three of them are like handing out flyers but everyone ignores them yeah so Lindsay is like her very into like ah we have to save the world and everything in it and then harmony is like her artsy friend yeah um so in the hallway jamie spots the populars um and like she's like she's like so like whenever she's narrating she's writing in her journal as well so she's like the evilest witch sawyer and then she erases sawyer's name and she's like uh she's called myrna yeah. Um, yeah, so then she just, like, talks about how evil she is. Yeah, and so then in real life, Sora goes up to her, and she's like, hey, geek, get out of my way. You're in front of my locker. So Jamie moves, and then she, like, tries to talk to her again, and then they're rude again. I don't know what she thought was going to happen. Yeah, so then she imagines Iz um, walking up to them and destroying them. Basically, Iz just goes, zap, and they disappear, and Iz gets applause and congratulations from the entire school. It was yeah. very easy to get rid of them. That's the main thing Iz does. Zap. That's, it doesn't make sense. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so then during class, Jamie is doodling on her, like, little tablet, iPad. I saw that, and I was like, whenever I got a new laptop a few months ago, I should have gotten a <laughs> Our roommate has one of those. I can't, like, this was back in 2006. That was, like, some revolutionary technology. I, know, I remember watching that, and I was like, oh, my God, it's the coolest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. I've tried to use, um, oh, my God, what are they called? Uh, they're, like, tablets that you draw on, but they're, like, not a part of the computer. You just, like, hook them up. I tried to use that in a graphic design class once, but it was so, like, I could not get used to it. <laughs> yeah, so she's doodling at class, and the teacher is, like, telling her to pay attention. And then Marco gets called on to read his poem. And he reads his poem, and it's about, like, having a crush on a shy girl. And Who, so, like, doesn't know... It's like a secret crush. Yeah, so Jamie is just, like, looking at him like, oh, my God. All the girls swoon. Yeah, and uh, Jamie's friend Connor keeps, like, looking over. Connor's Jason Dolly. He keeps, like, looking over at her, and she doesn't realize because she's so intent on Marco. Yes, when class is dismissed, the English teacher is like, oh, don't forget, essays for the writing competition are due Monday. Um, And then we cut to the cafeteria, and Jamie's like, oh my god, he's so hot, and he writes poetry. Yeah, and Connor's like, if I wanted to write a poem like that, I would've. It's not, it's lame. (laughs) Um, Connor asks Jamie if she wants to go to the comic book store after school, uh, but she says no, she and Harmony have to work at the gross pizza place. Um, and at lunch, Jamie just, like, watches Marcho, Marcho, Marco and Sawyer, like, be romantic with each other. And while Jamie is watching them, Connor is watching Jamie. Yeah. So at work, dad made liver and onion pizza. Okay, so dad in this movie is, like, the dad from Holes. Like, he's trying to find his big break. (laughs) He just needs his big break. And he thinks his big... smell anything. (laughs) He thinks his big break in the pizza is gonna be coming, like, Like having a brand new, like, topping. Yeah. It's gonna, like, revolutionize. I don't know why you would ever think Jamie's family would be that. uh, We have to establish Jamie's family owns the pizza shop. Jamie and Harmony are waiters in the beginning, and Jamie's older brother Lenny works in the kitchen with Dad. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and so everyone's just like, "No, this is not going to be the liver and onion pizza is not good." Every time he makes a new combination, like it's really gross. Yeah. So um, Jamie's working, and Sawyer calls her over to the table, and she's like, "I asked for a cup without ice." And then Jamie's very annoyed. We have like an unfabulous moment. If you recognize the show, unfabulous. Well, I also want to point out that Sawyer pretends to forget Jamie's name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she knows Jamie's name. Yeah. Which is something that has happened to the both of us. Yeah, so Jamie imagines herself as is, throwing the water back at Sawyer's face, but instead she just, like, takes it and goes to replace it. Yeah, so later that night, Jamie um, has Lindsay and Harmony over for a sleepover. They're talking about the about their essays that are due on Monday, and Jamie's talking about how, oh, hers is just about extending break times in between classes, and she didn't really put a lot of effort into it. And her friends are, like, a little disappointed. They're like, you know, like, the winner's gonna be published in the newspaper, and you're, like, a really good writer. You're the best writer in the class. But she, Jamie's just like, um, eh, no, I'm not. She's whatever. like, I'm not a writer. And they're like, you're literally writing all the fucking time. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, no. So, uh, Jamie tries to print her essay, but it doesn't work. And then, uh, she tries to it in her brother's room but he kicks her out because well, her and her brother aren't very close yeah she goes over like walks into his room and she's like can i borrow your printer why can't you just like send it to the printer well, also she picks up one of his like notebooks and she's like oh you're writing music like she's like trying to be nice but he's like an older brother and he's just like go away but like, also like if i were wa- writing music i wouldn't want someone to just like look yeah. at it <laughs> um, yeah so she has to go back to her room and then uh, Lindsay, Lindsay offers, yeah. she's like, you can email it to me and I'll print it at home, which that is very familiar to me. <laughs> my printer at home never fucking worked when I was a kid. So I would always uh, like text my friends and be like, can you print this for me? Or I'd have to go to the library like first thing in the morning and print whatever essay was due that day. I would go to the guidance room at first I paid, but then I realized that they didn't notice and I wouldn't pay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so they're watching this teenage soap opera on TV, and Jamie is in the process of, like, sending her, uh, essay. All she has to do is, like, drag it to an email, apparently, because- Yeah, like, drag it to, like, a little email icon on the desktop. You don't have to, like, press- the receiver, or, like, yeah, type just knows who you're going to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, but then something dramatic happens on the TV, so she stops, and then, not looking, she just tries and drags it over again. But we see that she drags her journal and sends it over. Yes, Which, like, wouldn't the... Lindsay realize that it's titled Journal? And, journal 13. And not print it? Do you think it's her 13th journal of life? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, she had a bunch on the shelf. Yeah, I should have counted. 
Um, so then we see on Monday, Lindsay turns in, like, Jamie's journal. Yeah, we see, like, a brief thing that it's, like, pages long. Like, very, very thick. It's very thick. And then, like, the cover is, like, this big, like like, colorful drawing that's called Is Saves the World. Yeah, even though Jamie literally said her essay was about the break time between yeah. periods. <laughs> um, Lindsay finds Jamie and Harmony at this, like, makeup booth at an outdoor mall, um, and she pulls them away because she's like, the company tests on animals, and, um, but whenever she pulls them away, like, Jamie and Harmony both have, like, foundation that's, like, perfectly <laughs> split down the middle of their faces. It's, like, ten shades too dark. It's, like, bordering on offensive. And they're like, you couldn't have let us, like, finish first? Like, girl, she did you a favor. It was for dramatic effect. I know, because... they were, like, supposed to make it obvious, but, like... <laughs> yeah, because... <laughs> yeah, Sawyer passes by them, and she's like, do you do your makeup in the dark this morning, girls? <laughs> and then we just cut to a month later, for some reason. Well, I think, I don't know. Lindsay to... comes over. It's, like, realistic for the timeline that this would take. Yeah, so, uh, Lindsay comes over, and she's like, hey, the winners were announced, and Jamie's like, okay, why do I care? And she's like, well, you submitted, like, basically a novel. Aren't you, like, excited to see if you won? And Jamie's confused, because she's like, my paper was five paragraphs like what do you mean so jamie sees the popular girls talking about her they're like they say she has all this promise you really think jamie bartlett oh my god yeah they're like everyone's like reading the newspaper um and Lindsay reveals she's like you didn't send me a paper about break times um this is when connor runs up to them in the hallway and he's going guess who won the contest guess who won the contest yeah. And Jamie does, you know, a class is like, no. Yeah, Jamie's mortified. In class, her teacher is <laughs> reading her story out loud to everyone as Jamie is literally sitting there, like, wanting to die. Yeah, well, like, also the story is like, is zaps them to perpetual detention. Yeah, okay. Like, that's okay. Another unrealistic thing about this is, like, maybe this would be a book that, like, children in grade yeah, school would read. Exactly. Yeah, like, it's definitely for, like, I don't know, a fourth grader. Yeah, but high schoolers would not be reading this and be like, oh my god, this is so cool. I want to yeah. zap people. Yeah, so, like, Jamie's, like, sitting in the class mortified. mortified. Harmony, Lindsay, and Connor all, like, look, like, very proud. Yeah. Um, Marco is interested because clearly the love interest name is Marco, and Sawyer is annoyed. Um, everyone in the hallway starts, like, congratulating Jamie, and whenever she's in the bathroom, she, like, goes to, like, hide in the bathroom stall for a hot minute, and she looks through, like, the little, like, crack in the door, and she sees, like, these two, like, clearly nerds reading the story, and at first they're like, oh, like, it's so inspiring, and she gets, like, a little happy, and then they say, yeah, next time Rachel calls me a cow, I'm gonna zap her, and then Jamie, like, gets worried? She's just embarrassed, I think. (laughs) Yeah. Next time Rachel calls me a cow, I'm gonna zap her. Yeah, so Jamie leaves school for some reason, yeah. and Connor follows her out, and he's like, hey, like, what's going on? And she's like, uh, I never wanted this to happen, this is humiliating, this is my journal, and Connor's like, oh, it's okay, it'll blow over. So then Jamie's just like, yeah, you're right, that's fine. Oh, something I forgot to say, um, so, like, in the class, we hear the, the teacher say, like, zap them to perpetual detention, and then we cut to, like, Sawyer and Marco talking about it, and in the background, you can still hear, you can, like, hear the teacher just, like, that voiceover playing again, zaps them to perpetual detention. It's just the exact same thing. They just didn't have the teacher keep reading, so they reused that line, like, two seconds later. Nice. Um, um, so at home, Mom is telling Jamie that someone wants her to write a book, like a full-length book, because this was just, like, part of the story, I guess. And Jamie immediately doesn't want to. She's like, uh, no, I'm not gonna do that. This is embarrassing enough. And Mom's like, well, don't let the embarrassment, like, let you waste this opportunity. Like, you're always writing, you love writing. But Jamie's like, no, I don't have any new content. I'm not gonna do this. Um, so she, later in her room, Iz pops up out of nowhere and calls her out. This is a little concerning. I feel like Iz keeps popping up to her and talking to her and she talks to her out loud. Yeah. If that happened in real life, that'd be very concerning. Yeah. Just wait till we get to the end. <laughs> yeah. So Iz is like basically calling her a coward. She's like, you have all of these books over here. Like you all have so journals. much. Yeah. You have so much to write about. Like, why are you scared to do this? And, and she so, basically convinces her to do it. Yeah, so Jamie brings her journals to mom, and then Jamie is narrating again. She says, in two months, her journals became national bestsell- a national bestseller, Is Saves the World. Yeah, so in school, uh, Jamie's walking in, and some random student is, like, selling her books in the hallway. Um, the English teacher walks up to Jamie and asks to sign her copy, 
and at and then someone goes, she's signing copies, and everyone just, like, crowds her. Yeah, um, I put a star by this. I would like to say that not even Twilight had this reach in its heyday. There's no way that a book titled Is Saves the World yeah. would be read by the entire high school. Even if someone in my high school published a book when they were in high school, I probably would not have read it if it was Is Saves the World. Yeah. So. Like, I, yeah, like, I remember, like, the Twilight craze at my school, less than half, less than... A third <laughs> read them. Yeah. It was, like, a very small group of people, maybe, like, ten. <laughs> well, and I'm sure it was, like, bigger with, like, high school audiences, because that was, like, the main target audience. Yeah. But still, it did not have this impact, so this would not I have. mean, maybe it's different because the author goes to their school, but I don't think I'd also be like, oh my god, she's so famous now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'd be like, sign my book, even though I've never talked to you before. Yeah, so after that scene, we cut to the pizza shack, and business is booming, and Dad is capitalizing off of his famous author daughter working there, basically. But he doesn't, I don't know, they keep saying that he doesn't know, but obviously he knows. It's not his yeah. pizza flavors. <laughs> uh, Jamie wishes that none of this was a big deal, and then Mom comes up and tells her... Oh, Marco comes up and tells her that he liked the book, and Jamie squeals to herself, and Connor, like, watches and is jealous about it. Yeah, even, like, Harmony and Lindsay are like, oh, that's so exciting. Yeah, so um, then Sawyer says hi to Jamie, and Jamie... That's when Jamie tells Harmony and Lindsay, they're like, you know, Myrna is based off of Sawyer. <laughs> and they're all like, what, are you kidding me? Yeah, and... they none of them knew that this was yeah. based off of real life, even though they're her friend and know her experiences. Yeah, they're like, what characters are we? And, they're, and she's like, you're the coolest kids in the kingdom. Yeah, and they're like, but we're not. And she's like, okay, I embellished a little. But Lenny, who is reading the book back in the kitchen, he's like, I'm Kenny the Stinky Troll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Obvious, I, these people have never been in a literature class before. <laughs> uh, so, um, um, oh, mom hires uh, Lindsay and Connor to work at the like pizza on the spot. Yeah, yeah because like, we're business so busy is booming. Now. Yeah, yeah. So the gang is like cleaning up after their busy shift. Um, they they're like, yeah, like most customers like didn't finish the pizza and pick toppings off. Like they're all here for you, Jamie. And Jamie's like, don't tell my dad because it's gonna hurt his feelings. But he would have known. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're also like, oh, tickets for the school dance go on Friday, and they all agree since none of them are gonna have dates that they're just gonna go as a group, which I highly encourage. Yeah. Going as a date on a dance is never, not fun. Never, ever, ever stress about getting a date to a dance. Like, just go with your friends. It's so much more fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Neither of us had prom dates, and I had much more fun than my friends who did and had to babysit a guy that they did not know. Yeah. Or even, like, their boyfriends. Like, yeah, they all had to just, like, like, they all sat down the whole time. Yeah. We had so much more fun dancing and doing whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so... That's our two cents <laughs> to the, our listeners who are probably not in high school anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no one is listening to this. It's going to school dances. Anyway. <laughs> um, we see that. Oh, uh, Connor. Stay at school. Oh, wait. Sorry. What were you going to say? Uh, Connor asked his brother to give them all a ride to the dance because he's like, oh, I don't want to ride in dad's station wagon. That's lame. Come on. Give us a ride in your truck. It's with Jamie Bartlett. And so his brother's like, oh, like you have a crush on Jamie. And so Connor agrees to do his chores for the next week for a ride to the dance. So we can tell okay, he has a big a, crush on Jamie. Yeah, well, we can tell he has a big crush on Jamie. Connor's like, oh, like, I'll clean your room. I'll do your laundry. Connor's brother looks like he's 30. <laughs> At least in his 20s. <laughs> he, he's definitely not in school anymore. Yeah. He looks so old. He's like, oh, I'll do your chores. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so then we see the next day at school, the dance committee asks Jamie to volunteer. And, um... Jamie is just kind of like, oh, I don't know. But then Iz pops up, and she's like, if you're going to be popu popular, you might as well act like it. I guess popular people are on the dance committee. Um, so Jamie turns around and convinces Lindsay and Harmony. They're skeptical, but she signs them up anyway. Yeah, so then Dad is on his way home, and he sees, like, this big news van at his house. He goes inside, and he sees all of this commotion around Jamie. Like, they're doing her makeup and hair, and she has a handler. They keep calling her a handler a instead publicist. of an agent. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, or an agent. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's weird. Yeah, and so Dad is surprised to see, like, all this going on. But Mom and her handler, Diana, are like, you have to do this stuff. It's worth it. It's fine. Yeah, um, so Jamie is packing for her, like, press tour, basically, with Lindsay and Harmony. 
Um, they're listening. They can hear, like, Lenny playing music over in the other room. Um, and Jamie's like, yeah, like, he is really good, but he just won't, like, let anyone ever listen to him, and he won't, like, share his music or whatever. Yeah, and so her friends are like, he should play the dance. And Jamie's <laughs> like, that's never gonna happen. Um, so Jamie and Mom are leaving for the press tour with Diana, and then we see this, uh, like, press montage. Yeah, they fly to New York for, like, a promo tour for everything she's doing with the book. And there's, like, certain areas where, like, at first, like, Jamie's feeling, like, very awkward and, like, insecure, but then is, like, sort of, like, comes out inside of her, because we'll see her, like, in a photo shoot, and she's just, like, really awkward, but then, but then we'll see Iz in the same photo shoot, and she's just, like, having a great time, and then we'll see uh, Jamie acting the same way. So she's sort of, like, using Iz to be more confident in this new fame role. Yeah, so, like, (laughs) Iz is her alter ego, like, what she wants to be, but the idea of, like, having that be an actual person for this movie's purposes was confusing as a child and yeah. it's confusing to explain. Yeah, exactly. Like, it makes more sense when you watch it, but still is difficult to explain. <laughs> yeah, like, I feel like it would be, like, even, like, as a child, it would have made a lot more sense. So, like, maybe it was, like, Jamie was, like, in the photo shoot and she's, like, be like is, be like is. And then, like, all of a sudden she's more Or confident. if they, like, made it obvious that she's, like, imagining is instead yeah. of it looking like is is actually Like, if she's, like, transparent. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, something. <laughs> and, like, didn't, like, people, like, couldn't see her talking to uh, the air. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, like you said, she's starting to get more comfortable as is. It's, like, helping her do this stuff. And everyone, Jamie's just becoming America's sweetheart. Yeah, so then there's a party after she's been on this talk show. I just want to say that Jamie's outfits in this movie... <laughs> Very 2006. Very bright, very pink. Very, a lot of colors, a lot of fur. She's like got the fur. tightest curls in her hair. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot going on. But at this party, uh, Jamie sees Amber Tiffany, who is the uh, female lead in the soap opera that she loves watching. And Mom's like, well, why don't you go talk to her? And Jamie's like, Mom, that's Amber Tiffany. I can't just go talk to her. But then Mom sees some famous person she likes. And so Jamie's like, why don't you go talk to her? And so Mom's just like, okay, I will. Before I watched this video, I was like, oh, yeah, she sees George Michael. But no, it's just some made-up celebrity called George Jackson. Yeah. Well, she's like, oh, I have all of his albums. And Jamie goes, what's an album? Like, bitch, you're 14 in 2006. You know what a fucking album is. Yeah. You're not funny, Disney writers. Uh, yeah. Um, is so, yeah, so Jamie's, like, left by herself now because Mom goes up to talk to the celebrity. And Iz is, like, telling Jamie to go mingle. And that's when Jamie spots this dog. So she goes to pet it. Very <laughs> <Same>. relatable. <laughs> But as she, like, bends down to pet it, Amber um, also, like, bends down because it's her dog, and Jamie's hair gets caught in Amber's casual tiara that she's wearing. <laughs> yeah, so they go to the bathroom, and Amber's being a jerk, like, oh my god, I can't believe you did this, this is so embarrassing, blah, 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 and they get untangled, and so Jamie's, like, about to leave, but Izzy's like, introduce yourself, like, this, how often will this happen? So Jamie, like, tries to introduce herself, and she's like, oh, like, I'm Jamie, I, I wrote a book. No, she doesn't say she wrote a book, she's oh. just like, I'm Jamie, and Amber's like, why do I care? Yeah. Um, but then uh, Jamie gets spotted by another actress on the show, and she's like, oh, like, you're Jamie, you wrote a book, oh, I loved it, and that's when Amber's like, you wrote a book? Um, and that's when Amber, like, tries to push the other actress aside. She's like, oh, hi, I'm Amber. We can be friends now. Yeah, and so Jamie narrates that Amber Amber Tiffany is just another Myrna. Because there's Myrnas all over the world. Um, Jamie is, like, telling the story over the phone to Lindsay and Harmony from the car. Um, and on the phone, they tell her that Sawyer and Marco broke up. Um, the whole time Connor's, like, trying to, like, get a chance to, like, get on the phone with Jamie, because he, he, like, misses her and he really wants to talk to her, but Diana makes her hang up, and Jamie doesn't even notice. Yeah. Uh, so we briefly see Connor doing his brother's chores just to, like, you know, drive home the fact that he's very excited for the dance and wants to do this big thing for Jamie. He's like, you must really like her. Yeah, so Jamie goes to school the next day. She has more confidence now. And everyone greets her in the hallway. They're like, hi, Jamie. Hi. Yeah. How's it going? Yeah. Which is just the universal sign of popularity. Right. So someone comes up to her and they're like, I heard that you met Amber Tiffany, blah, 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 blah. And then Jamie does this fucking thing where she's like, yeah, we're kind of friends now. Like, this happens in movies and TVs all the time. Why would you do that? No, you're not. You don't even like her. It makes me so... Also, this, like, never comes up later either. Yeah. That they're like, no like she hated you and you literally called her a Myrna but also like it's so easy to not do that yeah you could have just been like yeah I met her at a party and just been like yeah that was it (laughs) 
Um, Jamie reassures Harmony and Lindsay that she's coming to this animal rights rally this weekend. Um, and in the cafeteria, Marco bumps into, I almost said Verna. <laughs> Marco bumps into Jamie and they like have a little moment where they just like stare at each other. Yeah. And everyone in the cafeteria stares at them staring at each other. And I then her friends that are like, been, like a figment of her imagination. Maybe. But her friends are like, oh my God, you guys totally just had a moment. Uh, yeah. So that's when Sawyer invites Jamie Oh, hold on. <laughs> okay, sorry about that. Our friend called. She was on a date, and so we had to hear about what happened. It wasn't that exciting. Anyway, back to what we were saying. Um, um yeah, Sawyer <laughs> calls Jamie over to sit with her. I lost my place. Yeah, anyways. but Jamie's like, oh, no thanks. Like, I'm gonna sit with my friends. But then her- Her friends encourage her to go sit. Yeah, even though she doesn't like Sawyer. I, I don't, don't understand. Yeah, I don't get this. <laughs> Um, yeah, so she goes and sits with them, and she's, like, telling them the whole thing. It's very reminiscent to me of the scene in The Cheetah Girls whenever, uh, Galleria's, like, telling everybody about Jacqueline, or- Jackson? Jack, whatever his name is. (laughs) Yeah, but Jamie is, like, specifically trying to get Sawyer and her friends to like her, even though they're all terrible people. Yeah. Like, I do not understand. And I think that this is part of the thing, too, is, like, Iz is also encouraging her, like, you can be popular now and stuff, which, like, never seemed to be important to her before, but now apparently is. Like, whenever I watch these movies... And, like, all of a sudden, like, the popular girl who was mean to her the whole... Like, why would you want to be friends with someone who's so mean to you? Why wouldn't you just call them out and be like, okay, you want to be friends with me now that I'm, like, doing this thing, I'm but famous. you were mean to yeah, me before? Yeah, it makes me so angry. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so... so yeah, friends- back at the other table, um, Harmony and Lindsay wonder if Marco might ask Jamie to the dance, and Connor, like, freaks out. Yeah, but her friends are also like, oh, like, we're really happy for Jamie, but, like, we have to share her now, and that's, like, weird, because she's always just been our friend. Um, so then we see, oh, Walking. Marco is approaching. He's sitting at a different table. Oh, because him and Sawyer broke up. So he, like, goes to sit at his usual table, but because him and Sawyer broke up, he goes and sits somewhere else. Yeah, so walking home, Harmony and Lindsay asked Jamie how lunch was, and she, she's like, it was okay, but not, like, hanging out with you guys. I'm like, well, then why did you try so hard? Well, yeah, and then they're like, do you think Marco's gonna ask you to the dance? And Connor's like, I hope not. Like, we're supposed to be going as a group. That oh, was wait. back at the lunch table. Okay, never, yeah, never mind. Um, Jamie reveals that she quit the job at the pizza shop because she's like, it's not like I need the money anymore, and they're, like, angry for some reason? Well, yeah, she's... She's not, she's like, oh, I told my handler to tell you guys and stuff like that. I think they're just more annoyed that they don't know what's going on in, like, their best friend's life. Yeah, so the customers are rude to Harmony and Lindsay at the pizza shop. Um, After close, mom and dad are closing up, and dad says that they should open for breakfast because his gourmet, gourmet, in quotations, pizzas are doing so good. Um, Someone calls to make birthday reservations, and on the phone, mom's like, yes, this is the place of Is Saves the World, and dad's like, huh, so it's not only my pizzas. Yeah, this is when dad realizes (laughs) it's about his famous daughter, not him. Uh, So then Lindsay calls Jamie after work, and Jamie starts complaining about being so busy. Well, Lindsay's like, oh, like, work is exhausting, and Jamie's like, I'm so much busier. Like, okay, bitch. Yeah, and (laughs) so- You've worked in a pizza restaurant, you know how much harder it is than whatever you're doing right now. (laughs) Yeah, and so Lindsay's like, oh, well, we need to finish Harmony's Whale for the dance on Saturday. Like, we need you to come, because you're the one who signed us up for this. And so- Jamie's just like, oh my god, I'm, I can't, I'm sorry, I'm so busy, I have to respond to fan letters, and so Lindsay's like, you're getting fan letters, and she's like, well, Iz is getting fan letters, but I have to respond to them, and so, uh, as she's, like, talking to the phone with Lindsay, Lindsay's just like, oh, okay, like, I guess that's fine, she's being very understanding, which, like, I would not have been, (laughs) and then, as she's on the phone, she sees that Sawyer's calling her on the other line, and so Lindsay is like, hey, don't forget about the rally, and, uh, Jamie's like, oh, I won't, but I have to go now. And just hangs up on her friend to talk to Sawyer. Yeah, so then, well, Iz also encouraged her to take it. Iz, like, appears and she's like, that's your ticket to popularity. Like, take it. Yeah, so Sawyer invites Jamie to go to the mall on Saturday. And Jamie's like, oh, yeah, that'll be fun. So yeah. she's just lying about having to do the fan mail and just ditches her friends for popularity. Um, I also want to mention that in this scene we see Jamie's bed sheets, which are literally just French words in Times New Roman. <laughs> Oh, I didn't even pay attention. I did, because I saw that they were words, and I was like, what do those say? They're, they're just words in French. Very chic. <laughs> <laughs> so, we cut to the pizza shack, and Mom is asking Connor... Oh, Marco, Marco is asking Connor <laughs> if Jamie's there, and... uh 
Connor's like, no, Jamie doesn't work here anymore. And Marco's like, well, you're friends with her, right? Do you think, I have something to ask her. I need to, like, find her. And Connor just, like, doesn't help because he's like, oh, no. Yeah, and Marco's like, do you know if she's going to the dance with anyone? And Connor's just like, nope, I I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. So then we see Jamie's with mom and her handler, Diana, and she she's like, oh, I'm so hungry. So they're about to go into, like, this cafe, but she see her sees her friends eating food together and then sees Sawyer and her friends eating food, and she kind of feels, like, left out of this, even though she's the one who's, like, choosing to do these other things. And then she's like, you know, I'm not hungry anymore. Let's just skip that so yeah. they don't go inside. Um... Uh, we cut to Connor's house, and he tells his brother that Marco is going to take Jamie to the dance, and his brother's like, is that, like, a for sure thing? And Connor's like, he hasn't asked her yet, but it's, like, pretty much a done deal. So his brother encourages him. He's like, well, you like her. Like, go and ask her first. Go do it. He says, you're Connor Kennedy. <laughs> his name is Connor Kennedy. <laughs> oh, I can't even put that together. <laughs> Connor Kennedy is Taylor's, Taylor Swift's ex-boyfriend. <laughs> Not the one she committed vehicular manslaughter That's with. Harry Styles. <laughs> Anyway. But Connor Kennedy did get arrested for something after they broke up. Oh, damn. But yeah, I just made note of that because I thought it was funny. Um, yeah, his brother's, like, very encouraging on yeah, that, and I, I really love this. He's dynamic. giving a pep talk. He's saying, like, go do this. You've done all this work. Like, you like her. You might as well try and do that. So, yeah, so Connor immediately tries to call Jamie, but the phone line is busy, and every time he tries to call, it's busy or she doesn't answer. So, he leaves a message, and he's like, hey, yeah, like, see her call me back. Simultaneously talking on her landline and her Motorola Razor. <laughs> yeah, and then, for some reason, the call goes through, and Mom answers, and so he's like, hey, can you put Jamie on the phone? So, Jamie comes downstairs, and she's like oh, tell Connor I'll call him back. I'm really busy. And so mom's like, oh, like, she'll call you back. So Connor's, like, disappointed. He's just like, okay. Uh, So we cut to the next day at school. Connor is still looking for Jamie. She's obviously not contacted him. And Uh, Harmony and Lindsay are waiting by Jamie's locker, waiting for her so that they can leave and go to the animal rights rally. But she's not there. She hasn't showed up. They're, they're like, running late. And they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe she forgot. Yeah, so Jamie finally comes to school. She walks into the cafeteria, and both Marco and... And Connor spot her at the same time. Uh, Connor, like, tries to, like, run up to Jamie, but Marco gets there first. Um, And as Marco is, like, standing there, like, talking to Jamie, Connor comes up. He's like, Jamie, 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 like, I have to talk to you. I have to talk to you. But Jamie just, like, ignores him. Well, he falls on the ground. And then Marco's like, oh, I have to ask you something. And again, Connor's like, wait, Jamie, Jamie. But she steps on him, like, puts her foot (laughs) on his chest. So he stops talking. This is also sort of, like, we sort of, like, see is in this. Yeah. Because, like, it's definitely her shoe that, like, steps on Connor, so, like, that's sort of, like, that side. It's symbolic. Yeah. Yeah, so Marco asks her to the dance, and Jamie's like, yeah, like, oh my god, can't wait. Yeah, so Jamie rushes to her locker. Harmony and Lindsay are annoyed that she's late, and Jamie's like, they're like, are you ready? Like, let's go. And she's like, oh no, like, not without my normal hair and makeup team. Well, and she's like, oh my god, I have something so exciting to tell you, and they're like, we literally don't care, like, you made this commitment to us. And she's like, what do you mean? And they're like, yeah. the rallies today. And she's like, oh my god, I told my handler to call you and have you guys reschedule that because I have to go on this talk show today. Yeah, they really wanted her to show up because of her celebrity and that'll get people to come there and be, and like, be interested. Yeah, and so they're very pissed. They're like, we can't just reschedule the rally. Like, we've been planning this for months. And so uh, they're like, can you, like, change what you're doing? And Jamie apologizes, but not really. She's just like, well, I'm sorry. This is just a I'm misunderstanding. feel that way. Well, yeah, basically. And then she just leaves her friends and so obviously they're pissed yeah so jamie is like in this makeup room and she's like oh i'll just call them at the rally that'll make everything better i I don't know where that came from yeah so as she's looking for her phone is is holding her phone yeah i don't i don't (laughs) understand like the logistics of how this would be because is is not real yeah but jamie's like give me my phone back (laughs) yeah the whole scene is basically just is trying to stop her from like going back to her friends and being a good friend yeah is is like you know like why do you want to do this like Lindsay's not going to help you be a superstar and jamie's like what if i don't want to be a superstar and is just like stop whining and start acting like me uh so then diana comes to like get jamie for her interview um, Harmony and Lindsay are at the rally, but no one is there. Um, they both agreed that they liked Jamie better when she didn't have a handler. Yeah, before she had changed. So, uh, Jamie's being interviewed, and, like, the interviewer just keeps asking questions, and at some point, Jamie says something about, like, we like to think that is is in everyone, and she's like, we? And she's like, I mean me. Yeah, like, the interviewer, she asks, she's like, how did I come up, she's like, how did I, how did you come up with the idea? 
And that's when Jamie reveals that, like, everything is based on real events and real people. And everyone freaks out. Like, they did not know this was true. And she's like, some fans see Iz as an alter ego of myself. Yeah, and they're like, oh, so Iz is you. And then they're they're, they're like, wow, that's a big head you got. Like, Iz is the coolest girl in the kingdom. (laughs) Well, yeah, and then she's like, and they're like, well, what about some of the other characters? And she's like, well, everyone has a Sawyer. And then they're like, Sawyer? Who's Sawyer? And she's like, I I didn't say Sawyer. I said Myrna. I meant Myrna. And we also see, like, everyone in the town is watching. Yeah, Sawyer sees her say this. Yeah, so the next day at school, Jamie walks Walks in, like, wearing a wig, because she knew she knows that she fucked up. Um, someone bumps into her and just, like, knocks the wig off. And um, this, like, camera starts flashing at her, and everyone surrounds her. And Sawyer's like, nah, stop, 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 stop. And she's basically like, you wrote about all of us, you trashed all of us. And someone at, at first, like, tries to stick up for her, but then Sawyer's like, who do you think is the stupid-ass ogre with a pea-sized brain? Um, so the school, like, basically confronts her... Everyone realizes what characters they are, and Jamie just, like, runs home. Yeah. Um, Jamie, uh, that, or mom tells Jamie that Diana wants to do a book signing at the pizza parlor, and Jamie's like, I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, and mom's like, you know, it's fine, everything will blow over, like, whatever, uh, but Jamie is saying that everything, uh, she's, like, narrating, she's saying everything is horrible, and she's saying that this was the beginning of the end. And so, in her room, Iz tells her to stop being dramatic. And she's like, we're going to the dance with Marco. This is a big deal. Yeah, like, like, your life is still fine. This is everything you wanted. Realizes your priorities. And, like, this whole time that Jamie and Iz are arguing, Lenny is playing guitar in his room. And there's a couple times where Jamie, like, yells at him to, like, be quiet. Well, also, Iz keeps referring to them as we. And this at this point, Jamie's trying to, like, differentiate, differentiate herself. She's like, I'm going to the dance with Marco. You're not real. Yeah, so, um, Jamie tells Iz, she's like, no, like, I'm not going, I'm not doing anything, but Iz is like, no, you can't do anything without me, like, I got you here, and Jamie's like, no, like, I've always been a great writer, but Iz is like, your paper on mitosis didn't give you fame, and I'm like, no one's paper on mitosis gives them fame. Yeah, so Jamie gets fed up, and she's like, you know what, I'm just gonna delete you, like, whatever, but then Iz, like, guilts her, and she's like, well, what about your parents? Like, well, Jamie just goes to close her laptop, like, bitch, things are still up, like, you're not deleting anything. Yeah, and Iz is like, well, yeah, think about your family, like, your business, their business isn't gonna survive without your popularity or something, like, this is her fault, so she reconsiders. Yeah, Jamie narrates that Iz was taking taking over and she was saying everything that Jamie was thinking unfiltered. So Jamie and Iz just like shake hands. They're like, okay, I'm not gonna delete you. Um, Lenny continues playing guitar and Jamie knocks on his door and she's like, can you be quiet? I need to think. And Lenny's like, you're just talking to yourself. But then she insults his music and tells him that he needs to quit. Yeah, she tells him to give up on music and slams the door. So then Lenny, like, is so sad. He, like, stops playing and just, like, sets his guitar down on the bed. It's your little sister. Like, what? (laughs) Do you- what? (laughs) Yeah, so- Do you really take her opinion that seriously? (laughs) Yeah, at the next day at school, the school paper has all of these articles that are letters to the editor that are just shitting on Jamie and just saying, like, she's a horrible person and all this stuff. And so, um... Yeah, everyone's reading and, like, looks at her in disgust. Yeah, so Jamie's sitting in class, and Marco comes and sits next to her, which is Connor's normal seat, so Connor has to go sit by Sawyer. Yeah, Jamie, like, sort of says to herself, like, they're all anti-Is, and Is appears, and she's like, no, Jamie, they're all anti-you. Well, yeah, and so she's, like, complaining to Marco, but Marco's like, I like what you did. You really shook stuff up at the school. That's cool. Yeah, he's like, so I'm Marco in the book, right? And Jamie's like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're literally the character named Marco. Yeah, so Marco doesn't hate her because Jamie wrote him as the cutest boy in the kingdom. Yeah. So, um, at lunch, her friends, like, Lindsay, Harmony, and Connor are all complaining about Jamie, and Jamie comes up to them saying that she needs their help for some positive PR because of all these horrible things people Sawyer's are saying about her. smear campaign. <laughs> yeah. They all leave because they're like, you've been a horrible friend. Why would we do this for you? Yeah, but Jamie's, like, still confused as to, like, why they're mad at her. Yeah, so then in the lunchroom, Jamie and Marco are trying to figure out where they're going to sit. Obviously, they can't sit with Sawyer. So they, like, kind of start approaching her friend's table, but they're not going to let them sit there either. So they said, I have to sit at this trash table, even though behind them, there's a completely clear, clean table with no one sitting at it. There, There was one person sitting at it, but I think because this wasn't, like... 
premiered in widescreen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they didn't, like, set people there because they probably didn't have to. That makes sense. Um, yeah, so after they sit down, Jamie tells Marco that she loved his poem three months ago. And immediately Marco's like, oh, that poem, yes, I know what you're talking about. Well, he's like, that's embarrassing. Yeah, he's like, even... that's embarrassing reading it in front of the class. But again, this is three months ago. Well, and Jamie is like, oh my god, no, it was so real and honest, and I loved it. And Marco deflects again. And he just eats her fries. Yeah. <laughs> so we cut to the book signing at the pizza shack, and it is completely empty. The only people there are her grandparents. Yeah, there's, they begin to see some kids outside, but they're actually just hooligans who defaced Jamie's face on the sign outside. Yeah. Um, Lindsay walks up to Harmony in the gym. Harmony is creating this... It's an under-the-sea dance, which is why they're creating the giant whale. I don't know if we established that. Yeah. Um, she's creating this giant whale. Harmony is, like, very proud. She's like, this is my masterpiece. I'm an artiste. Um, and they're like, okay, what are we going to fill it with? I don't know why that to fill it with something. Yeah. Um, and so Lindsay's like, we're going to fill it with Save the Whale flyers and seaweed to make a statement. This literally makes no sense they whatsoever. D- they never say where they're from, but it does not seem like they're somewhere with an ocean. And they suddenly no. have this entire dumpster full of seaweed. Also, it's literally just a paper that says Save the Whales. There's nothing, no information. And the papers would be wet and you wouldn't even be able to read them because the seaweed yeah. is wet. But it's fine. Um, so. So, Jamie, as she's walking home from school, she sees Lenny's guitar broken and in the trash. Well, yeah. Well, at first she's, like, talking to Iz for a little bit, and she's saying that everything is is his fault, but then Jamie calls Iz a monster, and then she's like, oh, wait, I've been a monster, monster. too. Yeah, you are fucking Iz, Jamie. Yeah, so she sees the ruined guitar, and she goes inside, tries to apologize (laughs) to Lenny, but he is sadly listening to Jordan Pruitt's masterpiece from the the outside outside looking looking in. He just, like, turns it up. Yeah. He's, like, laying on his bed. It's so emo. I love it so. First of all. First of all, this song, it's a masterpiece. It is so fucking good. It's burned into my memory forever because of this movie, and for that alone, I like this movie. Yeah. (laughs) It, I just, like, I cannot get over, like, Jordan Pruitt, poor girl. (laughs) And, okay, so this used to play on Disney Channel. The music video has Kay Panabaker in it, because it was, like, made for this movie, I'm assuming. Yeah. Or, like, they knew it was going to be, yeah, in the movie. So, Ugh, it was always playing on Disney Channel, and it's so good. The part where she says, I'm tired of staying at home, I'm bored and all alone. Oh, I felt that so hard! <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm so bored. <laughs> yeah, so the music continues playing as Jamie goes to her room. She opens her, First, like, I just, I If am. you don't know this song, look it up. It's yeah. so good. Yeah, she opens her, like, aim, basically. Yeah. And, and everyone immediately logs off when they all <laughs> see that she walked on. And they, like, delete her from her friends list. And the only like, person... Like, one by one by one by one. Yeah, the only person left is Connor. So she sends him a message, and she's like, oh, do you hate me now, too? <sighs> like, yeah, bitch, you're being a fucking jerk. What do you think? People like, deserve. Like, don't ask for pity. Yeah, and but so... But Connor, because he likes her, he's just like, no, I hate what you've become. And she says, me too. Yeah. So that's when Connor opens his computer and starts writing a letter to the editor titled Three Cheers for Jamie Bartlett, defending her. Yeah, um, so the next day at school, Jamie is reading the letter to the editor, and it's signed, A Friend. And so she- It's ob- the only good one in a sea of hate letters. Yeah, and so she's talking to Marco, and she- she, oh. she immediately is like, oh, like, that's definitely Marco. Like, I know his writing style anywhere from, from that, that poem. poem he wrote three months ago. Yeah. And um, so, uh, yeah, Jamie tells this to Connor, uh, who looks disappointed, um, and then Jamie sees Marco in the cafeteria, and she's well, like- Well, she also thanks Connor for being a friend, for, yeah. like, answering her message, <laughs> but- He's such a good friend. Yeah, and then she's like, <laughs> I need to go find Marco. Yeah, so Jamie sees Marco in the cafeteria, and she's like, oh, you're the only one who cares. Like, bitch, Connor was literally there for you last night. Anyway, um, she's like, thank you for the letter. She's like, I rec- I'd recognize your style anywhere, and Marco is just like- okay, you're welcome. Well, and he, I, I don't know if he does it here, but he keeps he calling calls her, her is, is yeah, and she's he like, that here. I'm Jamie. Yeah, um, so Jamie comes home, and she overhears her parents in the kitchen. Mom says that even with Jamie's success, it's still not enough to keep the pizza shop open, and the only option is selling it now while they're ahead. Um, and Jamie goes upstairs, she's sad, and she gets ready for the dance, and she, like, longingly looks at the pictures of her friends in her room, um, I just want to say that her outfit is very, very, um, uh, typical for a 14-year-old going to, like, their first big dance. <laughs> I think it's really pretty, but it's way too fancy it's for very over the dance. The top. For a dance in their gym, too. Yeah. 
Like, I remember, uh, like, the first dress that I wore to a dance was, like, one of, like, a, like, nice dress from, like, Dillard to something, and the yeah. last one I wore was literally from Charlotte Rose. Yeah. <laughs> my prom dress was, like, 40 bucks from JCPenney because my mom had a coupon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but she's getting ready. Um, yeah, it's, like, this, it's, like, this, like, really nice montage. I really like it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, of her, you know, doing her hair, doing her nails, putting on the dress, um, Iz appears, and she, Iz is, like, sort of in, like, this, like, matching, like, a little bit more mature outfit that's, like, very similar to Jamie's. Yeah. Um, Iz asks, she's like, what are you so sad about? Like, we got what we wanted. And Jamie's like, yeah, but I, like, lost my friends, my brother is giving up his passion, and my parents' business is failing. And Iz is like, well, it's all about me, so who cares? But Jamie's like, not anymore, and then closes her laptop, and Iz disappears. Yeah. I guess. And her parents come to just tell her, like, hey, let's go to the dance. Um, yeah, so Connor, Lindsay, and Harmony are outside the gym, and they see Jamie and Marco approaching and immediately, like, leave. (laughs) And at the dance, Marco calls Jamie is again, and she tells him again, like, stop fucking calling me that. That's not my name. Yeah, they walk in, um, and after them, is arrives as well. Um, there's the giant whale that Harmony and Lindsay were working on is hanging above the gym, and Lenny arrives as well. We see him. Um, yeah. Jamie brings up the poem again to Marco, and Marco reveals that he actually paid Connor to do that assignment for him. Um, Iz is there, and she's talking to Jamie, and she's like, who cares? He is hot. But Jamie's like, no, but I, he's not the one that I should be dancing with. And she's saying this out loud as yeah. she's dancing with uh, Marco. Marco. And Marco's like, who are you talking to? But yeah. Jamie's, like, completely ignoring him. Well, and she's freaking out because she's based her entire life off of this one poem that this boy yeah. she thought was cute read right in class. Yeah, so Jamie grabs an invisible is. We literally see her, like, grabbing the air and, like, taking her off to the side. And they, like, start fighting and people literally see her, like, talking to nothing. Yeah, at the same time, her English teacher goes up on stage and she's like, we need to thank someone in in spite of everything they've done this year. They've also worked on the decorations for this. And yeah, so and during this fight, Iz is like, you're nothing without me. And Jamie's like, no, like, I had friends before you. And Jamie's like, if Connor um, wrote that poem, that means Connor wrote the letter. Um, and yeah. that's when the teacher announces that Jamie is the one who pulled off the stance when we all know that's not true. Yeah. Harmony and, so, and Lindsay are very upset because yeah. it was them. Everyone literally boos. Everyone is booing <laughs> Jamie, but the teacher's like, come on, Jamie, Jamie, come on stage. And so Jamie goes up on stage and is just telling her, like, take credit for it. Like, this, this is your is, chance. This is our chance to win them back. Yeah. And Jamie at first listens to her, but it doesn't work. Well, and she sees Connor leave, which is, like, kind of a turning point. And she also notices that her friends are over by the whale. They're, like, holding this rope. And so she, like, looks up and sees a single flyer fall <laughs> and immediately knows what's going on. And so it's just, like, rat them out. Then you'll get in everyone's good graces again. And, and you'll so, save the dance. Yeah. So Jamie like, yells and she's like... Harmony Lindsay, stop! And she's like, I want to apologize to you. I'm so sorry. Like, I haven't been a good friend. And she apologizes to everyone. She's like, you know, these, like, like no one was supposed yeah. to read this. This was my journal. But even so, like, it wasn't fair to, like, make these assumptions about all of you. She's like, yeah, she's like, even then, I shouldn't have written those things at all. Yeah. And so she's like, you know, my friends are the ones who decorated this dance. They're very talented. And so she's like, come on, Harmony and Lindsay, come on stage. And so they go on stage. And then Jamie leaves and she pulls the rope herself, even well, after Iz is like, don't do it. Yeah. Like she grabs, she like takes hold of the rope and Iz like goes and screams. She's like, Jamie, no. And then Jamie says to her imaginary friend, you don't have the power, Iz. I do. And everyone sees this. Yeah. No one and it's pulls weird. the rope. Seaweed falls on everyone and everyone freaks out. Yeah. Um, Harmony and Lindsay make up with Jamie and she's like, where'd Connor go? And they're like, he like ditched whenever you got up on stage. Um, so she runs to go find him. He's about to get into his brother's car, but she's like, Connor, Connor, wait. And so she stops him and she apologizes. Yeah, at first he's annoyed, but his brother's like, no, go see what she wants. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so she apologizes and she's like, hey, wait, I understand now that it was your poem and you're the one who've liked me the whole time and I like you now. And they kiss and then they go back to the dance. And immediately he's like, yeah, okay. Like, Connor, just take a step back for a second. (laughs) Like, I get that, like, this is like your lifelong crush and like, you're really happy, but like, dude. (laughs) 
you need to take a step back for a second. <laughs> yeah, so they go back into the dance, and everyone claps for Jamie now after she apologized for some reason. I, yeah, well, the, t- the English teacher, like, comes up to her, and she's like, we need to have a talk, but then everyone starts clapping. I don't know why. Yeah, they would maybe forgive her, but I don't think they'd be like, oh my god, Jamie, you're the best. Yeah, so Lenny gets up on stage. Yeah, and- apparently the band is just like, yeah, dude, you can play with us now. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I tried to look up the song. I think it's, like, the actor's, like, actual song. Because it says in the credits that he's the one who performed it. Oh, fun. Yeah, he sings a song. It's pretty it's fun. Bad. Everyone's dancing around, having a good time. At one point, everyone starts doing, like, waving their arms together. It's a very weird scene. It gets a little slower. Well, it's, like, during the bridge, whenever the slow the song slows down a little bit. Yeah. But I'd also like to notice, so, like, Connor's, like, holding Jamie's hands, like, yeah. behind her. But then Lindsay <laughs> is, like, barely holding her hands up. She's just, like, flopping her hands, like, from side to side. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so the dance resumes. We cut to Mom and Dad. They're, like, closing up shop for the night, and they're pretty sad because they know that, like, this is, like, one of the last times they'll be able to do it. But Jamie brings her entire school to the pizza shop. Yeah, and they're like, wait, let's get the pizzas going. So- yeah, so Lenny goes to help Dad in the kitchen, and whenever he takes off his jacket, he, like, throws it on the hook. But as he does that, seaweed falls off it and onto the pizza. Yeah, sir, you're not gonna wash your hands and make sure your fucking seaweed doesn't get on the pizza? Yeah, so Mom takes the pizza and she brings it out, and everyone loves it. Which, like, this drove me crazy as a child, because you could clearly see, like... The green, there's, like, two, like, pieces of green squares on each slice, and the actors did not eat those green pieces. <laughs> and I'm like, how would they know they like it if they're not even eating it? Well, yeah, Mom comes back, and she's like, oh, my God, we need some more of that spinach pizza. Everyone loved it. But Dad's like, we don't have a spinach pizza. And then uh, Lenny realizes, like, oh, my God, the seaweed fell on it. And they're like, everyone loves it. So they have sushi they found the, at yeah. the- <laughs> Uh, it's like, go get the seaweed from the sushi fridge. <laughs> yeah, and so they put... They found the secret ingredient. Amazing. I don't smell anything. Everyone <laughs> loves it, and the pizza shack is saved now. Yes. Um, Jamie narrates that order was restored in the kingdom, and we see Iz struggling to do the dishes. I don't understand. <laughs> and then at the end, we see Jamie wrote the story, like what she's been she, narrating the book. whole time. Her new book, yeah. How my private personal journal became a bestseller. And that's the and end. That's it. That's the end. That is read it and weep. <laughs> um, Which, again, this title does not make yeah. This title doesn't even make sense to, like, the context of the story. <laughs> Um, I think in general, when I was a kid, I pretended like I liked this more than I actually did because I think it always kind of confused me. I there felt was so that much going way on. too. <laughs> also, like, it, there's not like a lot of action or anything. Like a lot of it is it's dialogue. Yeah. Well, and I think the other thing is like I related to Jamie and like being shy and like having a few friends, but like wanting not wanting to be popular, but I guess just like wanting to be seen. I just want to say this whole time Jamie was a freshman in high school, so she has to go three more years after this happened. But, oh yeah, can you imagine a fucking freshman in high school writing a novel and everyone being like, "Oh my god, this is so good." I feel like it'd be the worst novel I've ever read. Yeah, it's it's weird, <laughs> especially. <laughs> Like, no offense, but if it was that novel that we saw, like, I'm going to post a picture on Instagram of what this book looked like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you have any favorite quotes? Um, I don't think I wrote down any specific quotes from this one. Um, I had one. Uh, so whenever, uh, Jamie's journal first gets published in the newspaper and the teacher's just, like, reading it to class, Sawyer is, uh, like, annoyed. She's... (laughs) She's like, this is dumb. And then she calls it weak sauce. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, weak straight sauce face. Is a classic. She's just like, this is weak sauce. <laughs> like, I know awesome sauce was a thing. Oh, weak sauce was a thing. My family oh, would say that. Oh, I've never heard of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do have some differences. I could only find them on, like, this blog. I forgot what the name was because it's not a popular book. I even just tried, like, looking up the Wikipedia page. There is none. But some of the book differences um, Connor is not a lifelong best friend. Uh, Jamie has an older sister, not an older brother. Uh, the family does not own a pizza parlor. That whole thing is not there. <laughs> which makes sense because it's, <laughs> it makes no sense. I mean, it has added, like, reason for her to continue on with is. Yeah, but then, like, I was thinking about, like, the whole thing of, like, dad's secret ingredient. And, like, they made that. Yeah, that's like, very forced that to the whale. Sense. You know, to the whale and the seaweed that was in there. And then yeah. that saved the pizza shop. Without Jamie's celebrity. Um, 
the English teacher, <laughs> so they, they say, like, this whole thing sort of happened in the span of a couple months. Like, obviously, it would take a lot longer. Yeah. But in the book, the English teacher overnight put the journal entry in a bidding war with publishers, and then they gave Jamie one week to finish the final draft. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, and at the end, Jamie realizes that she wrote the book to help girls with low self-esteem uh, gain confidence, and that's what, that was, like, her wake-up call. Yeah, I can see that, like trying to be the idea of this movie but it did not come across they don't they never really like touch like they show that like Jamie is like insecure and like shy but I feel like they could have done a much better job and I think that they tried to market it as that whenever it first came out because I remember being kind of excited to like watch this and like I said like I kind of related to Jamie but because it gets like so off the rails it's no longer relatable yeah um also there's no Lindsay they added her in yeah (laughs) Uh, how did you rate and rank this? I gave this a two and a half out of five. I thought it was okay. I feel like a lot of that is for Jordan Pruitt alone, for her yes. song, her <laughs> contribution to the world. Um, I rated this at number 53. Alley Cat Strike is above it and Northern Lights is below it. I also gave this a two and a half out of five. Uh, I would have given it a much higher rating as a child, but like yeah. watching it now, it's just so fucking confusing. Well, and it's all over the place, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, I know that there's a lot of movies that, like, because I like them as a kid, I rank them higher, mm-hmm. but this, I just, I couldn't get past it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I gave this a 40, I, yeah, two and a half out of five, put it at number 48, below You Wish and above Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire. Nice. Next week, we have The Cheetah Girls Oh two. my god, I'm so excited. Okay, not to give any spoilers, but Disney Channel really knew how to make a sequel, because normally in, like, real life sequels are not as good as the originals, but Disney Channel this sequels better. fucking slap. <laughs> so. Get excited. I'm excited. <laughs> we'll see you, Kenny Ortega. Oh. Oh my god, Kenny Ortega! Yeah! <laughs> We're your biggest fans. We love you, Kenny. I love Kenny Ortega. Bye! Oh my god. That's so embarrassing.